0: Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Welcome to the Cornhusker Corner with Blake. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. And Brooks. Is mayonnaise an instrument? And you better bet your bottom dollar that these two brothers know how to handle business. Here's a hand up the Thunder. Who gives it back to Mike Stutz?
1: He's going to throw it. He's got a man out. Go, yes! It is. 40. All right. Welcome to the Corn Husker Corner, where there's no place like this podcast. This podcast. <laughs> oh, that was uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> as, as always, we're your host Blake and my brother Brooks. I guess he uh, you're you're feeling a little uh, a little funny today, huh?
0: I guess so. I thought I thought I would just switch it up and go high pitched on this one. And it, it didn't sound quite like I had envisioned. vision.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, it I won't the... ever
0: do that again. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it sounded like uh, how Nebraska run blocks, uh, I guess, um, <laughs> which not... is not bad, by the way. Uh, you
0: make the joke and I laugh at it and I understand where you're coming from. But watch the film. They, they they whiff here and there, but like when they get their guy, they're not bad on contact. It's just technique and scheme in some areas. Yeah. Um yeah. like it's it's really not as, as glaring and big as a lot of the fans wanna make it seem. Um, the thing is, the 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 mistakes that we're making, if we're still making those mistakes when OU comes into town or when we go on the road to Michigan. That's what the most, that's why the fans are freaking out because they're seeing what we have on the horizon, and uh, mm-hmm. those things need to be fixed. But it's not as big as people want to say it is. Um, I was watching. I've, I've watched the game a number of times. Gotta love YouTube these days, man. You can just go watch whatever game you want, and they have pretty much full versions. I watched a version that was cut together with um, with Greg Sharp and Matt Davidson instead of. Uh, instead of uh the uh the normal guys from fox or whoever was doing it in the in the Mm -hmm. game it was actually really fun to watch that way because like they're getting excited and you're getting excited it's like watching the game again anyway (laughs) um i i I, uh i i saw a couple of things when i was re-watching it number one um stefan win can play man Dude can play. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, Like, he's not the greatest pass rusher in the world, but he has really good two-gap technique. Very, very good two-gap technique. Gets separation really well um, and just knows how to fight off a block. I mean, and that's something that can't necessarily be said for the rest of our guys. Um, People want to complain about holding, but any coach will tell you, if you're getting held, it's partly your fault. You weren't violent enough. You know, if if you're violent enough, they'll call it. If you're trying to get away from it violently enough, it'll be obvious, right? And that's across Mm -hmm. the board on football in general. Everyone holds. You know what I mean?
1: That that goes for defensive backs. You know as well as I do that somebody can look terrible through a couple games, find their footing, and then finish out the season going, dang, I can't believe I knocked down that kid. So listen, it was the second game of the season. We've had a strange season already. We had to go all the way to Dublin. We, we had one less week of camp to prepare for our games. That's something that nobody talks about. Bro, these last five years, if
0: you're a Nebraska fan, have been straight out of the twilight zone. It's talk, mm-hmm. You're talking about we've had a strange
1: season so far. I'm like, strange We've had a strange season. couple of years.
0: <laughs> a couple yeah. of seasons,
1: man. Yeah. Um, no, but you, you know what I, you know what I mean. Like, Yeah, no, I agree. Season, Tyreek Hill's first, first
0: touch in the NFL was a fumble, man. I mean like you know what I mean? Like that's not very indicative of how his career went after that. So I yeah. I understand. And look, there was there Cam Taylor Britt last year, right? Muff had didn't he have two muffs against Illinois mm-hmm. or was it just the one? I don't know, one or two muffs against Illinois. He had a muff um, and
1: a safety, so it doesn't even matter something like that. Uh... Yeah, so exactly. So he
0: had a horrible <laughs> first showing of his senior year, right? And then he balls out for the rest of the year and shows himself mm-hmm. to be one of the key pieces of that defense, and then he gets drafted in the second round. You know what I mean? I I know what you mean. Uh, as far as like you know, it's not necessarily indicative. I'm just sh- telling what I what I see, man. It, it he 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 just looks a lot slower out there than everybody. He's getting beat on every play, pretty much when he's out there. He's not hardly ever getting penetration. He just looks mm-hmm. like he's in mud compared to everybody else. And again, that's that's not me trying to it, be personal or anything like that. No. But yeah, it's just hard. I mean, it's I,
1: just hard to watch. I mean, I noticed uh, uh, Hutchmacher more than uh, more than Robinson. No, he and, the like, he's the other one I was gonna say. Yeah, he's a lot. He's a lot shorter. <laughs> right. He's a little bit. Like he's not a short person, but compared to all the other guys there, he kind of looks like the short, stumpy one. <laughs> right. Right. But, like I've noticed him getting some penetration. Like not getting the tackles, not getting the glory, but disrupting the plays, especially on run. Right. Uh, on run plays you know the so.
0: the walk-on who was here the feast is the best of the line of the defensive lineman who was here from what from what yeah. has been put on film these last two games feast is the best d lineman of the dudes that weren't transfers because mm-hmm. to me it literally goes stefan win which is surprising to me based off of his depth chart position at alabama it just goes to show how good they are stefan Wynn Is our best D lineman based on the first two games? He really is. He has the best technique. It just looks effortless out there. He's not slow either. He has good pursuit. If you watch him on plays, he's always pursuing down the line to get to the ball as well. Yeah. Um, uh, Devin Drew has showed some good things on tape, and he's also shown proven to to be a bit undersized in certain circumstances. But he doesn't. It's not because of bad technique. Sometimes it's just because they have him in there on a goal line situation, and he's two hundred eighty pounds. Yeah. Anyway, so he's he's good, but I'd put him in Feast right now at about that same level. But, man, we really need H- H- Hutchmacher and, and Robinson to step up, man, because we, we really yeah. need those guys.
1: Yeah, we we do. You know, there's it's a long season. Um, long season. I really hope that uh, this team just in general, I, I you know, I just hope it's a first came like building pains and mm-hmm. they come out this week look really good uh, right. enough to make Oklahoma a little bit scared. Uh, right. That's, that's kind of what I want from this game. Um, but agreed. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know if I said this last time, but there was a play the other day where, uh, where it was, the it was Garrett Nelson sack fumble. Um, and Stefan, Wynn fires off the ball, he's two gapping on the guy reading really well. And then as soon as he sees Garrett sack fumble or has, uh, he shucks a block another guy right on him shucks another block and he's not even looking at these dudes while he's doing it you know what i mean yeah. it's just effortless technique and that was why he was in the position to be able to recover that fumble um and it's like man that type of stuff is like man you put nash in that situation i'm not sure he not gets beat and then they just recover their own fumble you know what i mean those little things it's a game of inches man um yeah
1: but yeah no, i'm glad I, we got I, two man. games
0: in the book we got a little bit more yeah. to go off of now you know yeah,
1: yeah we do we do um so, do you want to just kind of hop in, uh, hop into the game, yeah? That's or do you want to talk me, a little bit about uh, the? Oh the, yeah! Again, the the amount of woe is me online. Like it's getting <laughs> bad out there. We need it a is. good win.
0: <laughs> it, we did. We did. Um, we did have a good win. I mean, like I said, I think one of the most valuable things about that win uh, for Nebraska put the put the name of the opponent aside is that we were in a game where it was close for the majority of the game where we had to step up and make plays in order to make things happen to win the game. And we did. And not only that, but once we got over that hump of making those plays to make the thing happen, all of a sudden it was a three score game and it was like, okay, now we don't have anything to worry about. So psychologically, if you're Nebraska uh, as a team, you probably look at that as a player and it's like, well, we only really got one full quarter of football in and we made the plays and we donkeyed the mm-hmm. them essentially. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, so I think, I think it's only a good thing online reading what people have to say online is <laughs> as as far as being a Nebraska fan, these, this day and age is, is a fruitless effort. Um, oh, it's, you're not it's, really it's going to get anything from it. Um, no. Um, I, I do want to mention Uh, some of the stuff that's being said in these press conferences i don't know if it's indicative of college football as a whole or we just have bad coaches just being honest um Mm -hmm. because they say things like yeah yeah we're 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 really hitting more now and i'm like (laughs) like didn't you have an entire month called fall camp (laughs) (laughs) where everyone gets acclimated and you're supposed to like you know, try try to get your football team up to the speed of the game. Like that's the idea mm-hmm. of it, right? And so my thought is like, and the other thing along those same lines is like Scott saying, uh, "Yeah, we we went, we're we're going uh, best versus best now. We're going ones v ones now. Yeah, good on which good. which should help. would good on good which
1: should help. Um, and it's like we weren't doing that. <laughs> no. Think, like, so yeah, I, I, you know, and I, I understand, that. but you know, he, uh, I think. There is a key word in there that most people were... He says he said more. So he didn't say they weren't doing it. He Fair. said they're going to do it more. And, you know, a lot of times teams don't do that as much because, guess what? If good players go in against good players. What tends to happen more? They can get hurt. They can get hurt. And we don't have depth. The depth, really, I, all the positions for, for that to... Be something that they do every day, like every rep, every. That's
0: day. a fair excuse. My point is, there's, there's supposedly there's like NCAA regulation that prevents them from going to the ground and practice as much. Is that true, or is that just a varies yeah, from coaching probably. staff to coaching staff? I that mean, because be. look, watch football this past weekend, man. Like I know the classic with the first weekend of college football is that there it's sloppy football a lot of the time because college doesn't have a preseason, right? And you're just mm-hmm. now seeing the the different colored Jersey for the first time. Right. But at the same time, this past weekend, man, we weren't the only team that was plagued with missed tackles. Definitely not the only team, man. It's, it's, it's uh, a, it's an epidemic.
1: No. And and you also have to remember like the first week in the season, uh, a team has one good game. Maybe they caught one team that just was unprepared. They looked amazing. They looked awesome. Remember a couple years ago when Maryland was that team? Then uh, was it Penn State or Minnesota came into their house? Was it Penn State? Minnesota, I think. I don't remember. It was in Minnesota? Okay. But anyways, it was their first real big test. And they were like, oh, this is going to be so close. They added more stadium seating so they could get more people into their stadium. And then they show up and get steamrolled and don't win another game. But... Th- after week one, everyone was talking about how, ooh, how Maryland is, is, is gonna be good and like all this. So it's early in the season. Right now, we are not one of those people being talked about. That's fine. As long as we're not being talked about at all, just don't be talked about at this point in the season and you're, you're gonna keep being okay. Um, I agree with don't. you. What,
0: a, what was like one of the first texts I sent you right after that game last week? I said, this is good. The score is good enough that the media won't talk about us either way. Like We won't yeah. get talked about in a bad way, and we won't get talked about in a good
1: way. We just need attention off of us completely. I yes. agree with that 100%. Yeah. No, uh, we really do. Um, that can go a long way this week, too. Uh, so let's get into It can let's go get miles into this game next now. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, miles.
0: <laughs> miles. It can go a long way. That buys him a lot. Of, if he wins OU, that buys him a lot of good fortune.
1: Buys him a lot mm-hmm. of good
0: fortune. Yeah.
1: Um, anyway, go ahead. We'll go into Georgia Southern yeah going in georgia southern um they did not have as convincing of a win as it looked like at the final score um kind of like us (laughs) but uh one stat i i saw um i'm not gonna read them at this point in the season it doesn't really matter matter stats that one was one game um there's not really a trend that you can pick out from reading those um but one stat uh that is uh pretty bad 45 they're leading rusher at 45 rushing yards that's it yeah they uh, are a pass heavy team they're pass heavy um and that plays into what should be one of our strengths against them
0: no
1: i, As, I mean you can no, you can go se- into
0: why you think that is why the case and i'll go into another argument
1: so go ahead. yes um so i think our our secondary are going to be better than their guys that they have um Running routes, the where we're going to get into trouble is if we can't get any pressure whatsoever on the quarterback, like we have the past two games. Uh, we'll get picked apart, and they'll keep it closer than we want it to be. Um, but I, that that's the the little intriguing stat that I saw. Um, because if you do make you also if you do make an offense one dimensional, you look at ours. It doesn't matter like uh, how good you how much better you your players you have on the field is last week our offense became one dimensional and we got we got uh shut out in the whole second quarter we didn't have the ball that much mind you but you are that offense became one dimensional it became pass 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 we weren't really trying all that much to establish the run so if that's something that they do that makes pass rushing a lot easier if you know they're gonna pass it it makes it so much easier than having to guess and kind of make a read so
0: i agree with that um i just got pointed out something uh on a video earlier today I think it was Searles jeremiah Searles. um he was talking about how because of how aggressive chinanders defenses historically are historically they chin chin's defenses play just uh, ears pinned back sort of style um he pointed to the Purdue game last week, or last week, last year. He t- pointed to the mm-hmm. Purdue game last year and talked about how how much they thrived in their intermediate, short and intermediate passing game. And he really thought that at that day that that was going to be a blueprint to really beat our defense really heavily because we've always kind of struggled with running backs out of the backfield, you know, uh, tight ends out of the uh, in the flat, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that, little easy routes. Um, Calvin treese is a good quarterback. We played him last year. Um, you know we had to. Yeah, that was actually a good game. Um, he's 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 not. Uh, he's not C.J. Stroud, right? Mm-hmm. But no. but he's a very serviceable quarterback. And Clay Helton is a very uh, very decent head coach. I mean, he didn't have that much success at USC, but he's had success in his career and he's a, an offensive guy. Um, so he, from what I remember, Georgia Southern used to be sort of a, a triple option sort of threat team. And yeah, when Clay Helton we've... came in, he's he has recently moved them to basically a, a run-and-gun um, sort of attack. Um, mm-hmm. Or what? what's it called? What is the leech uh, uh, system called? Air raid. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what they are yeah. uh, from what, what I hear. They're sort of an air raid system. Mm-hmm. Um I was never a, a defensive back or a wide receiver or a quarterback, so you, I couldn't tell you the difference between a run and gun and an air raid. Um, <laughs> I can tell you what defensive line technique looks like, though. <laughs> like, so I'm trying to contribute in that way. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that makes me nervous. That's just that's my point. That makes me nervous uh, with this game. I think if we get Vocalik back this game, I think our offense is going to eat. I think we'll do just fine. Anthony Grant is here. He has established himself. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. So he's a threat. Now defenses have to account for him. That's the mm-hmm. other thing. That's the unspoken thing about a
1: 189-yard game from a running back is it has effects later ha- on going down.
0: You know yeah. what I mean? Like you, ha-
1: you have a couple people that have a couple games. Then they have to start accounting. They start thinking yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Start thinking. That's why Adrian Martinez was so good to be on your team. And so bad because right. they had that's to account for they had to account for his run. So they, right. you know, and that's what Northwestern they always struggled with Martinez. Mm-hmm. Martinez always had good games against them because they had a tough time keeping him in the pocket. Right. They, didn't have that problem with Casey because they were like, huh, "He's not going to run." And guess what? He exactly. Didn't. So exactly, they didn't have anything a couple to scheme people around. Yeah. No. So you're, so you're right though. Uh, a couple yeah. people uh, definitely. Grants one of them now that uh, teams are going to have to try to scheme for now.
0: And as and because of that, that what that means is uh, with with an offensive coordinator like Whipple, who is so he's so just dynamic that's that's the best word to describe him he's a dynamic offensive coordinator he knows what he's doing but he also is really really good at forming a script he usually has strong first drives um just mm-hmm. generally uh, like that's historically of his all of his teams by the way that was a trend yeah. i saw on this little on this podcast the other day and i was like damn dude that's a great <laughs> point um yeah like all of all of whipple's offenses like start fast that's what they're known for because he's really good at scripting plays um And so if you're really good at scripting plays and now you can use Anthony Grant with that script. And now the defense in the beginning of the game has to account for all of that dynamic moving stuff that you got going on. I think we're going to score on a lot of first drives this season, pretty much no matter who we play. Maybe I'll eat crow on that going, (laughs) going forward. Maybe we don't do another one. Yeah. Yeah. But we just have a lot of weapons and um, all when you have an opening script, um, your offensive line you're you're not going to script a play where your offensive line is holding has to hold a block a pass block for 4 seconds in the beginning mm-hmm. of the game without setting it up you know what yeah. i mean you're not going to call a yeah. play action pass at the first first part of the game or like some some weird long developy no
1: no they'll know they pa- know okay first play pass if it, it read it, read this one guy. If, if, if he's here, throw it there. If he's there, throw it here. And then that's how the whole drive is. Right. Um, and right. and that's what you've seen very quick. My point, my methodical. point is,
0: my point is, even if our offensive line is lackluster, that <laughs> shouldn't even affect those opening drives as much because you can sort of scheme around that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we know he's going <laughs> to miss his block here. So if, he, if we know that.
1: Then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know um, I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what else helps the offensive line? moving the quarterback outside the pocket keep the quarterback moving you know all that all that stuff that has been in our offense a little bit i think casey can throw on the run of probably a little bit better than martinez can um yeah so i want him to only do help. it when he when he needs to though i mean maybe maybe oh, an rpo scheme not every, or so you play. know maybe
0: maybe we could do some rpo stuff where he's really spread out you know mm-hmm. um or something like that the immediate thing that comes to mind is uh what is it? 2012 Auburn with Nick Mason. Remember that? Remember that offense? (laughs) Like, I know that's a throwback, but they were the first one that I remember looking and watching RPOs develop on the field. Um, which, was, which is a wild play. Anyway, I think I even talked about that last time. Anyway, um, I agree with you. Uh, but Casey's good in the pocket, man. He's really good in the he pocket. Is. He, he is. is comfortable in the pocket. Um, yeah. And we need to as not get can... him hit as much to keep him yeah. that way. Because yeah. sometimes quarterbacks yeah. get into this
1: thing where they get hit enough where they're just not comfortable in their you, pocket anymore. You absolutely do. You yeah. start thinking, okay, I don't have any more time, and then you start right. not being able to focus on the defense, right? Because I don't know if anybody knows this. It's very easy to read a defense from the the television angle, or <laughs> you know, right. the press box or right. the crowd. It is very oh, hard man. when people are rushing around you trying to read a quarterback, like, oh, read, read I know. a defense, make a play. Like, oh, I know. Come on. I was
0: on this. Se- I was on this football team in sixth grade. Um I won't say the real name of it but let's just say they were pretty much the bad news bears as a football team or like little giants something something like that. Um <laughs> and uh to give you an idea I was probably the third best athlete on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like a terrible athlete, but I'm not like a I'm not an athlete, man. Like <laughs> like I can go upstairs without falling down. But
1: <laughs> was this the one that started with an N? Or yeah, an yeah, N? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the one. N. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the okay. last game of the year. So the
0: whole year they had us rotating positions. One week I was running back. One week they had me at center because they were like, we just need line. We just need somebody to block. One week they had me at wide receiver. One week, I mean, I was just all kind of stuff all year. And then the very last week of the year, they were like, "Brooks, you're playing quarterback." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I remember in practice, like in practice, I never even completed a pass. <laughs> like we did team, like we would do team and run through plays, and I was just overthrowing dudes like left and right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I kept. I remember, I kept thinking the whole time, like, okay, but in the game, I'll make the pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. Yeah, yeah, I'm Another a gamer. Promise, in yeah. the in the game, I'll make the pass. In the game, it's right there. In the game, you got a terrible line <laughs> and, and real people rushing into your face. So. So, needless to say, it didn't go well. <laughs> it didn't go well at all. I got benched <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah, and it didn't help. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So I know what you mean. Sometimes, like I, I remember, I remember on like my third pass of that game, I wasn't even paying attention to the routes anymore. You know no. what I mean? Like I was worried about how the hell am I going to get out of this backfield without getting hit? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that, that's how it goes, um, and that can that's happen. How it goes.
0: Yeah. that that can, can. happen at, at any
1: yeah, level I, I, I had a little <laughs> bit more of experience but uh yeah right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah
0: right oh man that, that feeling that does go away tale. for a little bit but
1: yeah that was your like <laughs> one tale of uh glory it, um
0: of being a quarterback <laughs> been,
1: yeah. all right all right so let's get into predictions here sure um, what do you think uh score and winner go
0: you know, as much as I hate to say it, I think it's going to be a, a – last week I was all gung-ho. We're going to fix all our problems in one week, and it's going to be 63 to 7 or whatever. I think I said 63 to 21, something like that. Um, that wasn't the case. Um, I think if maybe even when we put a full half together, it could have been that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but this week I, I think it might be um, a little better um, – because, you know, we're, we're getting a full week of being home. I think the guys are going to be more well-rested. I think mm-hmm. um, that now they have actual film on a team from this year in Georgia Southern. Um, and so now you have a lot of their Clay Heltony uh, route concepts. That guess you can, what?
1: for a person that's good at scripting plays against
0: the defense. 100%. I'm not worried about our offense. I'm not worried about our offense. I'm worried about our defense messing around and keeping them in the game. That's that's what I'm worried about. But, again, I think if we can put two full quarters together, we can go and and beat them by 21, 28 points, somewhere around Mm -hmm. there. So my thoughts are 49 to 24. 49 to 24, Nebraska win. 49-24.
1: 49-24. Yeah. to 24.
0: Yeah. And I think that'll okay. give our offense a little confidence. I hope we can put up 40-plus. That, that on, okay. We need to be able to put up 40-plus on
1: teams like this. Here's my caveat. It's a night game in Lincoln. If that crowd is like it was last week. Now, it's a midday game. Those crowds are never as good, especially if you're playing somebody that you know you're going to beat. But if that crowd is like it was last week, we could very well like lose this game um, only because that affects you as a player. Um, So I'm going to make an emotional plea to anybody that is actually listening to this podcast and is actually going to be at the game. Please make it good. Make it good. (laughs) Be good. Be Memorial Stadium and support, support the troops. All right. So that being said, um, I think it's not going to be close. Um, and it's going to be probably 42-14. 42 to 14. 42 mm-hmm. 14.
0: So you think, so you don't even think it's going to be, you think maybe too late touchdowns is what you're thinking? No. I or are think you it's, thinking I, I think close early and then we
1: break break away? It's close early and then we break away. Okay. Okay. We'll see.
0: I, I hope, I hope. I just hope our offense and our defense can get some confidence going away today. I hope we can stop miss missing tackles. I hope some of our new and our younger guys can finally get the confidence of getting one open field tackle, right. And, and logging that technique that you just used in your brain and being like, Oh, okay. Now I know how to do an open field tackle. That's how it works. Like, Oshan the other day talked about uh, in in the press conference talked about um, after you get one sack, a lot of times they start pouring on, um, and one of the reasons that is, is a lot of times you're going against the same tackle all game mm-hmm. and you'll get one sack figuring out one of your moves that worked for him. And then the next time you're like, okay, I logged that. The long arm works or the dip works or the swim move works, whatever it is, and you do it again. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're getting another sack. It's like, Shit, I figured it out. It works on mm-hmm. this dude. So, so hopefully we can get our dudes to make some plays and so their their little pattern learning AI that's in their brains can start to figure out how to how to do this yeah. right because OU comes around in two weeks. We'll be there. I'm excited for it, but I will say as of right now, September
1: 7th, I am nervous. I'm very nervous. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, this this game is very important for the team and uh, my nerves going into a yes. week. Yeah, um, especially if. For some, if they find a way to lose uh, the mm-hmm. game, this game, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be uh, enjoying my, my, looking forward to that trip battle. No, but because
0: then it's anyway. like weird. It would be weird because, like, I still think even with this win last week, it's like, bro, if he drops this game, especially, I, he gone. We're talking about an interim at mm-hmm. our next show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If he if he drops OU, depending on how it looks, maybe if he gets no. killed, thrashed, murdered by OU, bro, it could happen. We're two and two at that point. No. Yeah, like, but it's not gonna happen before. October. Until October first. Until October first. Yeah. My that's my point. Like if we get completely thrashed by OU, everyone in the crowd will understand the inevitability of what October first means now. Like oh, pretty much. It's gonna
1: be hella depressing there
0: yeah it's gonna, it's and, and real... we will we will uh i'll probably uh, drink more will... because of it <laughs> i'll probably drink yeah. more
1: Uh-oh. we'll, we'll uh, be nice anyway. and hammered
0: for our little oh you reaction pod
1: yeah anyway that's gonna be it first day on the Cornhusker corner always remember that there's no place like this podcast. this podcast